Hello, this is a brief introduction to the podcast called Understanding. I realized that I've been thinking about this for months, and if I didn't just start recording, that this would never happen. So here we are. First thing, uh, introduction about myself. I have a bachelor's and master's degree in political science. A lot of people ask me, why would you choose political science? It's kind of a useless field to go into. And uh, truthfully, it's, it's just an obsession of mine. It's something that I've thought about and cared about my whole life. I am so interested in people. It's kind of political science is kind of a mix between history and psychology. It's understanding people, understanding why they think the way they do, why they push for certain things or vote for certain people. And it's just really interesting to me to try and understand people a little bit better. And as someone that's always interested in people, uh, it seemed like a natural natural choice for me. Also, it's, it's kind of my obsession. I say obsession and almost unfortunately mean it exactly as such. There's plenty of nights where I'll wake up maybe to go to the bathroom and I can't fall back to sleep immediately and I start thinking about some uh, maybe political issue or something about history or some person or something that I've read or heard about. And there's literally times where I'll think about this for hours before I go back to sleep. I remember I was working in South Carolina at the time. This was maybe 15 years ago, maybe not quite that long ago. But uh, I was working there and I went into this convenience store and went to use the bathroom there and there was this uh, pretty horrific racial uh, kind of epithet that was written on one of the stalls and it was just really interesting to me because this was in a predominantly minority community that was outside of the main cities and um, I just remember reading about this or reading this and then Later that night, I woke up and I just couldn't go back to sleep. I was just thinking about this, you know, why would somebody write this? Uh, what what was the purpose of it? And I remember I ended up, it's probably two in the morning. Luckily, it was on a, a weekend, so I didn't have to work the next day. And I ended up writing about this uh, four-page paper, just kind of my thoughts on on some of the things involving these issues after I did a bunch of research and read a lot of articles on the subject. And just this has been something that's uh, been interesting to me my whole life pretty much. So uh, this is a way for me to just kind of throw some of my thoughts out there and record them down. And if there's anyone that finds anything that I say useful, then the better for that. Uh, one thing that I will say is that this isn't a podcast trying to tell people that if you're a Democrat, you're smarter than Republicans, or if you're a conservative, you're perfect and you're a liberal, you're evil. Uh, it's the reason the ch title is understanding is because I feel like something we need more in this world today is understanding and less of just thinking that we have all of the answers all of the time. I I kind of think of this almost as as the a picture yourself in a scenario you're driving down the road and your car breaks down and you luckily perfectly managed to coast into this auto body shop. And the mechanic says, hey, your, 
or you tell the mechanic, my car just died, and the mechanic says, okay, it's going to be $150 for a new battery. You probably would stop and think for a second there, why, why would you charge me money? Why would I pay you money without even looking at the car? And sometimes I think we've gotten into this mode where instead of doing some research and, you know, popping the hood open, checking are the wires all connected, is the battery wrong, is the alternator, is there something wrong with the alternator, we just kind of have these brief assumptions that, oh, we automatically know what is right or wrong uh, just because we've seen something before. And so I guess uh, starting off a story of mine, um, I've always kind of had some back issues, and maybe about seven or eight years ago, I had a pretty substantial back injury where I couldn't really even walk straight. I looked like a 90-year-old person with the hunchback. I was kind of bent over to walk and went to see a physical therapist, and after we got my pain controlled that I could start working out again, we did some strength tests, and one of the things that he noticed pretty immediately was that I sat a lot for my job and also that I had some pretty uh, significant muscle imbalances. So he explained to me that because I worked out a lot, I had really strong quadriceps. You know, the front of my legs were were really strong. But um, opposite of that, I hadn't spent as much time uh, paying attention to my hamstrings and my glutes. And because I sat a lot, they also this also caused them to become weaker and to not be activated as often as they should. And uh, probably the most frustrating thing about this is I remember calling my wife after one of the things because I literally was probably more angry than I had been in a long time, not at the uh, physical therapist, but because he gave me several exercises to do where I made sure that my quadriceps couldn't be activated in any way, and I had to do some exercises that my hamstrings and my glutes should easily be able to do. And I remember being so frustrated as someone that spent my whole life being an athlete and working out all the time, running a lot, that I was struggling to do probably some of the easiest workouts ever with a band that had a resistance of maybe two or three pounds. And I was just really struggling to activate the right muscles uh, because they had just kind of atrophied. And also I just didn't have very good uh, connections from my brain to my muscles to activate them. And so I was literally having to put my hand on the muscle to say, okay, this is the muscle that I need to work. And it was just really embarrassing to me. And I kind of liken this to kind of my experience. Maybe you could call it an awakening if you want to have some cliche that I kind of had this same understanding years ago about about politics, even though it was something that I really enjoyed and I really studied, there were some strong imbalances that I had in my life. And so at the time, and this would have been during the Obama administration, um, if anyone remembers back then, there was kind of a a controversy that came about. And I think uh, Glenn Beck was one of the first people that talked about uh, he started calling Obama administrators czars of certain things. And uh, one of the people that he started going after was a person named Van Jones because uh, Van Jones uh, had some political beliefs that uh, Glenn Beck did not agree with at the time. Uh, 
And so I remember thinking about this and I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to start learning about this a little bit more. So I think at the time I checked out a book from both Glenn Beck and Van Jones and read through them both. And since then, I've read through books on uh, so many different topics, but I've read books by Ben Shapiro, by Rachel Maddow, people that talk about how uh, Ronald Reagan was the greatest president or the worst president. Anytime that I've read a book on politics, I always get a book that has kind of a counter view of that. You know, I read the, The Wealth of Nations, and I also read The Communist Manifesto, just to try and get a better understanding of you know, why are people feeling this way and what are their insights into it? I also now uh, subscribe to an email newsletter. It's called The Flip Side, and I enjoy this one too. Uh, they take some topic every single day. And the good thing about this is, so let's say today, I think their topic was on uh, the House of Representatives just passed a, another stopgap spending measure. And the good thing about this is they'll just say, okay, here's what some people on the left think about this, and here's what some people on the right think about this. And they'll just have long quotes from, you know, different news organizations or media, from people that podcast to, you know, things like the New York Times and the Washington Post and uh, the Wall Street Journal, Fox News, MSNBC, et cetera. And they just bring a variety of different people that say, you know, here's what certain people think here, and here's what they say here. They don't try and say this is right or wrong. They just say, "Hey, here's some here's some people's opinions on this specific subject." The only uh, downside to this is that because it takes so much work to do that, they only are able to do you know each week one one story per day, Monday through Friday, and so it, it it's very effective, but also it's limited in the fact that. You can't really cover everything that's out there. Um, so one of the things that I've been thinking about is uh, Sun Tzu. Uh, one of his uh, favorite line, lines in The Art of War is, know yourself and know your enemy. And I guess for politics, it's, it's kind of bad to say your enemy because too often that's exactly how we look at each other, saying, oh, you know, if I'm, if I lean to the left, then the right is my enemy, or vice versa. Um, but John Stuart Mill also had an interesting quote. He says, he who knows only his own side of the case knows little of that. His reasons may be good, and no one may have been able to refute them. But if he is equally unable to refute the reasons on the opposite side, if he does not so much as know what they are, he has no ground for preferring either opinion. And this is uh, from On Liberty, John Stuart Mill. And so I think about this and I just recognize how, how true this is as I've, as I've studied and read more and more books from more and more different people and viewpoints. The interesting thing is there's always something that I agree with that people say on both sides. And it's not that I've necessarily changed my political views to think that, oh, there's no such thing as right or wrong. I still firmly believe that there is such a thing as right and wrong. But when we talk about politics, most of the issues here aren't necessarily about right or wrong. It's, hey, there's a problem that we all agree with, but we don't agree with how to solve that problem. 
And so this is why it's so important as we're looking at problems to solve. We can't just say, well, I know this is how I would solve the problem without even understanding the problem to begin with or even looking or understanding other people and why they would maybe solve it differently. And so as I think about this, uh, my process of understanding is has been just kind of that, just trying to broaden my viewpoints on understanding where people are coming from. And as I've done this, I really have just been astounded that for the majority of people that I listen to or that I read about stuff, there's a lot of the stuff that they say that's like, well, I really, I really understand where they're coming from more. And it just makes it easier for me to understand that there's not very many issues that are just as, as a black and white as this is the right way and this is the wrong way. And so uh, the first issue that I'll be talking about is actually about the Democratic and Republican Party and kind of the two-party system in general. And we'll go into some greater details about, about that issue and what I've found that kind of goes back to this issue of balance. So thank you for listening so far and hope to see you next time.